Yep. What up, diggity dog? How's it going? I got I got a joke for you. <laughs> What's your joke? What is a pirate's favorite letter? R. You would think it's an R, but it's the C they love. <laughs> I just uh, remember that joke because you were talking about before we hit record. Uh, uh, pirates? Pirates. Yeah, pirates. pirates. Uh, so interestingly, I I watched a lot of Bluey uh, while we were on vacation, while we were in uh, in Texas visiting family. My mother-in-law has the, the Disney Plus channel for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why my mother-in-law has the Disney Plus channel, but she does. Uh, so we were watching a lot of of Bluey, um, and I, I really, really enjoyed watching Bluey. Like it's a good show. Um, I like just I wanted to watch it just as much as the kids did, and like <laughs> got into it and like was laughing along with them. Um, hmm. There's some good lessons in Bluey. Um, one of them was about pirates, you know, and uh, Bluey's. Uh, Bluey and Bingo are the are the two kids. Uh, their dad is Bandit, um, and Bandit is like super dad. Like he's like the dad that like a lot of us want to be. Uh, he takes the kids a lot. He does a lot of dad time. Does dad dates. Uh, does a lot of playtime. In this one episode, he was taking his kids to the playground, and there's like a a big swing, and and he pretends it's a pirate ship. Uh, and you know, the kids are the pirates and they're like hunting for treasure and they're on the rough open seas and, and bandit is like just playing along. Um, he's a pirate and he's doing all the pirate language and being loud and funny and crazy. Uh, well, the, the park is empty. It kind of shows that there's no other kids or families around. So he's just, just going after it being this, being this pirate. Well, then another, like dad and his kids show up to the park and to the, show up to the playground and bandit notices this other family show up and all of a sudden he like stops being the pirate like he doesn't want to be embarrassed uh to be the pirate anymore and the kids still want to play bingo and and bluey still want to play pirate and they're like dad dad be be a pirate be a pirate and he's like he like kind of looks out of the corner of his eye and he sees the other dad, you know, playing on the swing set and he doesn't want to be the pirate anymore because we're assuming he's embarrassed uh, to act that way as an adult to kind of act like a kid in public. Uh, and so I, I was thinking to myself, like, do I ever do that? And and the answer is yes, <laughs> quite, quite often, actually. Uh, and had a similar experience uh, a week later while we were in Mexico and I can go into that. Uh, but I don't know. Do you, do you have any, uh, you have any thoughts on that? I do. It's, so it's a deep question, right? Like it's because yeah. there's a, I mean, immediately my mind goes to, cause I do do that. I do. It's, it's strange the where I do and do don't do that. Yeah. Um, me too. And, and also like, why do I ever care? You know, because I'm always telling my kids, I'm like, why do you care what that per like are you ever literally gonna see that person again? Like who who cares? And if it's it usually if I'm around people that I do care what they think, like they would all be silly and like they're the type of people that would, you know, like you, like we would be in a creek being silly, we'd you know, uh whatever. Um, and we've talked about this in the past. Like, I love being the guy that like at the playground, the kids go ask their mom, like, hey, can I play? you know, tag with them or they come up and ask if they can play. I love being, I love that. Um, not, not because I want to be the center of 
you know, a bunch of kindergartners attention is because I enjoy that interaction. Um, but I, it, it's funny because where it did recently, two things happened. Uh, Jake is playing tackle football. <laughs> so there was a camp last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was run by a bunch of high school kids. And Jake uh, two days in a row was called out as one of the players of the, the day. Now, typically the players of the day are called out because they bring it and they're just like, you know, I mean, they're, they're doing uh, notable football stuff. Well, Jake, I, I, I firmly believe he was called out because he was like the biggest cheerleader. He's like, I mean, he just over the top exuberance and excitement for other kids and like cheering them on and encouraging them. Right. And I found myself while I was watching him being a little bit embarrassed, being like, dude, just stop being such a, like stop cheering so much (laughs) and just play. But then I, a lot of it is the kinetic man in our, our group of dudes forced me to normally I would say something and then think right. Ready, fire, aim. Uh, now I think typically I try to think before I speak and I, and I just was intentionally running through my mind. Like what kind of kid do I want my, my kids to be? Well, I want them to be encouragers. I want them to be positive, optimistic human beings who build others up. Like I want all those things and that's what he was doing, but I was embarrassed by him doing that. And so I really had to assess like, what is it about me? And what are the things that I'm struggling with that would even cause me to, to want to discourage my child from being an encourager? Like that's kind of ridiculous when you, when you frame it that way. Um, so there was that. And, and then he also, uh, you know, this is Jake heavy, but he also like, he does not hesitate to hold my hand, but he does like the finger, the fingers entwine anywhere so like literally on the football field when we're walking together i'm his head coach now when we're walking together back to the car he just naturally reaches out and wants to hold my hand and and most of the boys his age like they don't ever hold their dad's hand or they don't do any of that kind of stuff it's not cool as a 10 year old it's not cool as a 10 year old and i notice it and i'm i'm like in me there's a filter that part of me was like dude that's not cool as a 10 year old like none of these boys are but then the other side of me is like, dude, this is the, this is precious. This is absolutely like my son feels confident in himself. He feels confident in my love and comfortable with me that he wants to hold my hand. It's just a natural thing for him. And he enjoys it and it brings him joy and it brings me great joy. I yeah. love the fact that every time we walk together, he just, he reaches out and holds my, holds my hand. It's a beautiful thing, but but again, to your point, there are certain things that my immediate reaction is embarrassing, is embarrassment, I'm sorry, for me. And then appropriately said embarrassing, I am then embarrassed at my own like embarrassment. I'm like, what in the <laughs> yeah. world? What do I want? My kid not to want to hold my hand? Like my kid not to want to be close to me? Like, no, that's ridiculous. And and so there's these, there's this dichotomy of whatever is built in my nature. I, I thank God that whatever I've done, whatever we've done as parents and my, all my kids hold, they hold my hand and they still want to snuggle even my 12 year old daughter. Right. But we've done something to build in them that level of trust and love. 
but then the other side of it, I, there's something in me that is like, is ugly and unresolved that I have to dig deeper to understand why something like that would even cause me, give me pause or cause me to be embarrassed. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's interesting. I, it, it, it's super interesting. I, I've, I, similar, I, I've been on both sides to where like there, there's been a time where like I, I don't care. And then there's other times where I do care. And I, I do have that in, embarrassment. You know, the, the time in Mexico, I was talking about, we went to Cancun, Mexico, and we were at an all inclusive resort. And one of the nights they have like night event things. And it was like a, at a glow dance party thing. And they had a DJ and like the dance floor, it was pretty much just filled with kids. Like, only kids on the dance floor, they were dancing and all the parents were kind of back, you know, sitting in the chairs, just kind of watching. And my kids were just going bonkers. Like they were just having a blast dancing, you know, had like little glow stick things and having a blast. And like my kids kept on coming back to the chairs and like trying to grab me to like come out and dance with them. And I didn't like, I, I, I was like, no, no, you guys go have fun, go have fun. I'm just watching. I'm enjoying you guys watching. And it was because there were no other parents out there. There's no other adults. Like I, I literally would have probably been the only adult out on the stage dancing uh, on this, you know, this glow, glow party. Um, and I, I'm asking myself now, like, why, like, why, like, I didn't know anybody, like, I didn't know anybody there in Mexico. Like we were the only ones that we didn't go with anybody. So like, why would I have been embarrassed and not go out on the stage and dance with my kids? Cause like they, they wanted me to like, I would have been the fun dad to go out and do that. Um, and I'm just reflecting like, why, why was I embarrassed? I, I, I don't know the answer, but I think, you know, some of it is we don't, um, you know, the, the way our kids portray themselves, we sometimes don't want that to be reflected on us, um, which honestly doesn't have any impact on us whatsoever. You know, another situation that we had was, uh, my kids do jujitsu and they were, they went while we were in Texas, they, uh, did like a guest pass and they went to do jujitsu at, at a guest gym and, my son was uh, rolling with uh, a higher belt, uh, older, and he got smoked. Like he, and like he, like kind of got beat pretty bad. Um, and he started crying at this guest gym again, where I don't know anybody. Um, he walked off the mat, and like my first reaction was like, like get back on that, st- you know, get back on the mat. Like don't walk off, don't cry. Um, and, but I, I held that back because of similar conversations that we've had in the mastermind. Uh, and instead I just opened my arms and he came and like hugged me and he was crying. And I thought to myself, like, don't, don't react the way that you want to react instead, just, just embrace and encourage and show love. Um, because naturally I would be embarrassed. I would have been embarrassed for my kid to walk off the mat crying, um, and, you know, so I've been on both sides of the table. It's just, it's just an interesting um, thought process to go through. I, I just think there's an honesty element, right? Like it, when people say, well, I, I don't care what other people think of me. I'm like, dude, you're so, you're so full of baloney, man. Like yeah. everybody cares. It just depends on what it is. Um, but, but I think because you know, we want to get to solutions, right? So yeah. there, I think when we are honest and we assess these things we can realize and and also we talked about this on a podcast um recently it's going to come out we talked about the modeling right and so when i tell my kids hey 
you shouldn't care. Why do you care what that person thinks? Like, why do you care? But then if I don't go dance, like it's, it's obvious, like they can, they can connect those dots. Like, why do you care, dad? Like, why do you care? And so I think there's a very, there's an intentionality and no, it's also in the moment to project forward when you're assessing these things and be like, okay, well, I regret not doing this. I will. What do I regret more? Potential embarrassment. Cause I'm up there dancing with my kids in front of a bunch of people that I don't know or care about or uh, that embarrassment or in a week looking back and be like, man, I should have, I should have danced with my dang kids. Like, well, I think being in the moment to be able to, you know, kind of hit pause and think, okay, will I regret this or not? No, I won't. Okay, cool. Like make your decision and own it. And then you don't go back to it with regret. I think that's, that's everything. That's a, everything that we do. Right. And I think it's, um, I, I just think it's important to live, a, to try to, to, to strive to live that level of intentionality so that we don't get to a point where we're like, I regret, like if I were ever to, to let go of my son's hand, dude, I will regret that for the rest of my life. Be like, Hey dude, we'll hold hands later. Like I will regret that for the rest of my life. So, so I don't do it. And maybe yeah. there's an initial tinge of embarrassment, but I'm like, why am I embarrassed? Like who gives a rip? The funny thing is I mentioned this story to uh, some dads the other day and they were like, oh, my kid never holds my hand. And, and I'm like, do I, would I rather be in their seat or would I rather be in my seat? Yeah. And a hundred percent of the time with, you know, unequivocally, I would much rather be in my seat than theirs. And so you just have to think about those things, right? And be like, who gives a rip? Like, you know, I go, so I go dance and a bunch of parents are like, ah, oh. yeah, you know, what's going to, what really transpires is that when they go home, their kids going to be like, man, that dad that was dancing, it was so fun. And then that person now has to deal with, wow, I'm just, I'm not that guy. Yeah. And you have to make a decision, right? Like, do you not want to be that guy or do you want to be that guy? Do you want to be the guy that your kids are like talking about because you did something, you modeled something, or do you want to be the guy that sat on the sideline and just, you know, sat on the sideline. And so I told some kids, it's funny when it's not your kid too. There were a couple of kids at football practice. Dude, these kids at fifth grade football and below and probably up to, I don't know when they stop, but they cry all the, like they get a hit, they get hit and they come out of the game crying because it hurts. But the thing that happens, and I'm curious if this happened with Wells, your son, but you just encourage them and, and, and they go back out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he did. Yeah. You go back out like, Hey, and so for me, there was a kid first year, just like Jake, and he's, he cried like the first three practices when we started hitting, but I told him, I pulled him. So I'm like, Hey dude, I don't care if you cry. And one of the practices, he started crying. He was crying. And then he started just like balling. I don't know. He just started hitting beautifully, beautiful tackles, like everything. And I pulled him. So I'm like, Hey dude, I don't care if you cry. If you play like that, when you cry cry every time cry every game all game i don't care like i don't i think you're amazing you know it don't worry about the crying don't be embarrassed if you hit like that and you're crying the dude's gonna be like it's it's gonna be very confusing for them but <laughs> yeah. they're gonna know that you smacked him in the face and and you're gonna have a lot of fun crying is fine like this whole idea that we shouldn't cry and teach our boys not to cry like all this stuff is nonsense so same thing in the same vein, it's just nonsense to be embarrassed. Like if you really think about it, like who gives a rip? And if a dad is going to judge you and try to embarrass you for going out and being a dad and playing with your kids and doing stuff with your kids, like 
that dude has some digging to do, right? Like, dude, you actually have the problem. You don't want to be an influence in your kid's life for positive. Like you got a problem. That's on you. Good luck. Good luck with that. Yeah. And so it's, it's just a, but I, I just don't think we think about it. There's right. social quote unquote norms or social pressures. We cave to those. If you think about it, it's just peer pressure. Like you can't, you, we're caving to peer pressure because someone else might think something differently. Okay. Who cares? Your kid doesn't hold your hand. Like I should be proud of that. That should not, that should immediately be like, heck yeah. Heck yeah. My kid holds my hand. My kids kiss me, you know, because if that day comes with it, it doesn't happen and you're going to be sad. It's going to be a sad day. Yeah. I love so, it, man. When your kids don't want to dance with you, it's going to suck, man. Dad, you're so embarrassing. I'm going through that now with my daughter. Like, dad, stop. I'm like, dude. But for me, I'm like, hey, if you show me that that annoys you or embarrasses you, like, that's your bad because it is good. Now it's coming stronger. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm going to do it more. <laughs> Cause I'm going to do it more. I'm going to completely ostracize. Make sure don't, that you want to ostracize. <laughs> don't be embarrassed. Get out there. Play with your kids. Go dance play on the, the dance kids, floor. Man. Go yeah. play pirates on the uh, playground. Be the 100%. be the dad that uh, they flock to. Be the dad they flock to. Get in, in a good way. Get off the sidelines. Yeah. Don't be a sideline dad. That's Love lame. Giddy up. See ya. <laughs>